I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From a studio east of Blakeney, Ontario, welcome to Season 11, Episode 13 of the Sense Call-Ups for Sunday, March 19th, 2023. I'm Cardinal, Panic and Ucker here as well. This week has been more of the same inconsistencies we've been seeing all year. Moments of greatness... And moments of defensive brain farts. Could be worse. Where's Blakeney? <laughs> I've got you. Where's Blake? Blakeney is... Um, west of here, obviously. Just but... west and slightly uh, north of Almont. Okay. It's about the same size as Union Hall. Is that the Did place you, you go just to? just listen to his description as Blakeney? <laughs> yeah. It's Blakeney. Did, it's is, on Old Highway 29, which is, I think, now regional or county road 29. Do you go there to kiss the Blarney Stone? The Blakeney No, Stone? it's actually very. It's actually Blakeney is actually very near the James Naismith Homestead, oh. where he grew up. Uh, is that local? Yes. Small house. And for those who don't know who James Naismith is, oh, I know who that is. He's <laughs> inventor. I need my peach baskets back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the, remembering that Canadian heritage moment. Yes, he is the inventor of basketball. <laughs> At, uh, I believe it was Dartmouth College. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think so. What yeah. if it got a hole in the bottom of the basket? <laughs> what do I need my basket? <laughs> well, that was an interesting opening. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by McLean's Vanilla Stout, Stella Artois, and the Calabogie Winter Solstice Pale Ale, which is a, the one that I'm going to open in just a moment and Along see if it explodes all over me like some of the other things that have exploded all over me. She said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah. Well, you keep handing them to me. I don't, like, I don't have anything to do with it. I like the description of this McLean's Vanilla Stout. It says, listen, you're not going to get through life on good looks alone. You need a special something. This delicious and creamy dry vanilla stout is medium in body and features vanilla coffee-like notes. That's the one I read three episodes ago. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> when you said, yeah, it's a lager. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we are back, and it's only been a week, so we only have a few games to talk Yay about. Us. So what's we, new? We'll we have, see you in May. <laughs> what's new? Uh, for me, not a whole lot. I'm extraordinarily tired today, so I may be slightly less than my usual. Jovial self? Yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, I, I, was, got a, I got a new uh, piece of equipment at home. I got one of those Peloton bikes. Mm-hmm. Really? So if any listeners use Peloton, I haven't figured out the social aspect to it quite yet, but apparently you can like follow people and... 
do stuff and cool competitions and stuff but three years post trend yeah, well, better that's, late than... That's now why they're almost, cheaper now. Really. <laughs> they're not. Well, they're cheaper. They're not cheap. I'm well aware of the fact they're not cheap. Did you look at Facebook Marketplace? It's like, is this available? <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> look, there's 17 listings. wonder why that is. I better message all of them now. Mm-hmm. Will you take... Is this available? Yeah. Is this available? Is yeah. this available? Log out. <laughs> when, can I, when can I pick this up? What's the price on it? Read can it. you drop it off instead? Yeah, read the ad. Read the ad. Read the ad. Will you deliver it? <laughs> <laughs> wow I don't know When I bought a snowmobile Off Kijiji I was just like Is it still available You know Is it still available Can I get it for this price and do, I, yeah. do you have the ownership <laughs> Key key question Do you yeah. have the ownership The only time I tried to sell something On Kijiji They tried to check fraud me Really I'm like Listen I don't know anything about this But I know exactly What you're trying to do The answer is no Cash Bring it And also my niece Call me who is a Selling seeds for scouts. Okay. Like just seeds for the spring. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, so let's, be, let's buy like $30 worth of stuff. Like I've, I've also nuked all my land, so I'm not going to, I don't know what to do with these seeds. Um, Throw them around your neighbors and see what happens. What don't you have your little growing basket? I got rid of them. Oh, okay. It's a lot of work for nothing and then way too many tomatoes. <laughs> Well, yes, Miracle Grow will do that. Plant, so. some, plant something that you like. I don't know, like chicken wings or. <laughs> All it grew is raccoons. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so I just told her, okay, so it's thirty dollars. It's like, so I'm gonna send you a check for a hundred. So if you send me a seventy dollars back now, that'd be great. You're, you're, you're you're you check fraud. Check fraud. Yeah. Wow, that that's. He's like, I don't understand. It's like, that, yeah, that's, okay. I'm teaching. It's the teaching trust moment. Me, just trust me. It's a teaching moment. Listen, just go go ask go ask your mom. Keep the phone on. <laughs> wow. It, yeah, you're teaching your niece. That a hard will be lesson. a story for after the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we go. So it's spring. We were talking about uh, seeds, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's spring. Well, it's spring technically tomorrow. Is it? Tomorrow's the twentieth. Oh, is it not? Thank God. Listen, I would like winter for another week. I no, you did this to us last time. <laughs> Stop e- being so selfish. My ass. <laughs> I well, no, I'm going. I, I'm going up to the cottage this coming weekend, and I'd like to get a little more snowmobiling in. That's all. Too bad. Well, it, <laughs> see, we, depends. Depends on the weather. It could be snowmobiling. It could well, be it's just like me that just bought a brand new winter jacket. Making this ma- week. Yeah, it could be yeah. making maple syrup too. I I don't know. We won't know until we get up there. Am I boiling? Am I snowmobiling? I don't know. Or both. Well, it'd be hard to it would be hard to do on a snowmobile. Um you could on certain ones, not on mine. Mine is air cooled. Don't be a coward. So do it. You can't no, there's no radiator. If it was a liquid cooled <laughs> machine, then you could. You could cool just, it with just maple start, syrup. You take the syrup and you shove it in. That'll just, boil down no time. Well, if it's a liquid cooled sled, you just start it and don't move it and it'll boil in no time. That's the big problem with them, is they overheat if they're sitting still. Hmm. Or if they're not in a lot of snow. Because the way that they work is there's basically a, a plate un, uh, underneath the seat on top of the on top of the tread, at which the tread throws snow up against that plate, uh-huh. and that's what cools your engine. So if you're not moving, or if you're you know going across ice, or you're in you're in very crystalline snow and it's not throwing up a lot, your sled Blah. overheats, which is why I didn't want a liquid cooled sled. Are they more powerful? Yes, they are. Are they faster? Yes, they are. But I don't need more 
power that do I they have. catch on fire yes they do <laughs> they can well any sled can do that but um, have you tried putting speed holes in it uh mine technically does have oh. speed holes uh, mine has a couple of custom cooling grates in it so <laughs> um no they're they're designed um but i don't have any holes holes just extra cooling and apparently i've got an aftermarket exhaust on it so it's a little raspier <laughs> than normal but that's fine all right, I think that's enough talk about non-hockey stuff. Quick housekeeping, unless you have something else you'd like to add to nope. this conversation. <laughs> I was going to scream in the microphone. There we go. Podcast at sensecallups.com is the email address. I, do we have one? We, we have a voicemail this week? We have something, I think. I don't even know anymore. I'm that tired. Uh, the forums are at sensecallups.com. Bingo cards are still there. If the game is going badly, bingo can certainly make it better. And the waiver wire sponsored by Nettophone Canada is one 844 or... One eight four four S C U S E N S. I now hand it over to you, sir. Game on! So we got my schedule a little bit mixed up because I thought we were summarizing two games, but we're summarizing four, so they're quite detailed. Oops. My bad. Um, Sends at Flames, 5-1 loss. So this was happening, well, it ended before the last recording ended, technically. Right. Yes. No way. We were watching it. And it was so bad. Um, Anderson from Backlund, Lindholm, Lindholm from Backlund, and Anderson, Stutzla unassisted. Huberto from Caudry and Toffoli, Hannafin from Caudry and Huberto, Lewis unassist, uh, unassisted. Shots were 31-39. to 39. Um, face-offs 51%, so that's positive. Power play was 0 for 4. Penalty kill was 2 for 3. Um, can't remember what when the stat was, and I think it's kind of improved now, but it was like over the last month, like, Sens had 7 power play goals and allowed 7 shorthanded. Yeah. It was like, no, yeah. it's not the coach. Sens at Oilers, 6-3 loss. Run from oh. McLeod and Shore. Kachuk from Debrinkat and Sanderson. Dreisaitl from Fuagiali and Nugent Hopkins. Stutzel from Gambrell and Hamannick RNH. Unassisted. Dreisaitl from McDavid and Fuagiali. Uh, Stutzel from Batherson and Brown. McDavid from Kane and Nurse. So, for some reason, I didn't write down the stats on this game. Um, CB Ink was at that game. Boy, yes, he was. You even saw him on TV behind the net. Uh, uh, behind bench, the bench. bench. And apparently he's, uh, I was texting with him and he mentioned, uh, he, uh, of course, everyone's wearing McDavid jerseys in Edmonton yeah. everywhere. Right. And he would just go around and ask people like McDavid, is he any good? <laughs> and just purposely trying to get the reactions. And some people understood he's being jokey, sarcastic and other people didn't. And he just Those enjoyed the, the reaction. The rigs. Hmm? Those are the guys from the rigs. <laughs> they just fight. Easy now. Not everybody who's an oil worker is like that. <laughs> Some are. <laughs> Next. So, yeah, I think this The road trip was, was one win and five losses. five losses. We want playoffs. Oh. You got chicken. Which isn't a bad I'm thing, fine. but. I'm still running with that. Um, yeah. So. Bring it home. Yeah, bring it home. Sogarder already looks exhausted. So let's throw them the defending cup champions. 
Sens or Avalanche at Sens, five four loss. This was a fun game though. It was. Well, and a lot of interesting was, stuff. Boy, was, yeah, a very I've well refereed it, I've, game. I've it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the crowd was in on it, and we were pretty out of it kind of quickly too. But all right, so five four loss. McCarr from Rantanen and McKinnon. Nikushkin from Makar and Rantanen. Batherson from Stutzel and Sanderson. Rantanen from uh, McKinnon and Byram. Pinto from Gauthier and Brandstrom. Rodriguez from McKinnon. Larzellers from The Ref. Hammond yeah. from Stutzel and Kachuk. Kachuk from Stutzel and Sanderson. Shots were 36 to 30. Faceoffs 54%. Powerplay 2 for 5. Pelman kills 2 for 3. This is the game they won on an icing call, right? Yep. <laughs> So delayed icing call for whatever reason the the ref decides it's no longer icing. Sogard has it under his under his blocker. Sanderson's which, right there too, and they and both Sanderson's just right let there. Up. Now I don't know why Hogberg didn't just grab it. It is what it is. Eller's like I didn't hear the whistle yet. I'll just put it in the net. I guess. Goal! Goal! Like what the hell is going on? You told us it was an icing. It was very much like. Um, Seventh inning, mm-hmm. very much like this. I was making the comparison to the Toronto Blue Jays playoffs year, about five years ago. It was the seventh inning against the Rangers. Uh, it was a long seventh inning, and this one crucial work. moment, uh, the catcher went to throw the ball to the third baseman or to pitcher. the pitcher, back to the pitcher, and it hit the player's bat and went down towards third baseline. So in the rules, it's a live ball. What happened is the guy in third base ran in and scored what was probably going to be the yep. winning run. But the umpire already... But the umpire seen. walked out and kind of started waving and kind of gave a that. signal to kind of like, no, oh, dead play. But then when they reviewed it, it's like, oh, that's actually a live play. So despite the fact that the umpire gave a signal to everybody saying, nope, they had to rule it a run. So it's kind of like this, where the, the everybody thought it was icing. So they kind of played it like an icing when they were wrong. I still don't like the, the coach's challenge on the goalie interference on that. Should have just yelled at the ref. I like it. I'd throw two challenges. And a bench. Yeah, challenge him again because you, you, now you put the team behind. Hmm. Did you see it or hear about it? No. I, this, oh, this really? Is, you missed that's, all that, of it? That's why this blank look is on my face. Oh, I missed this completely. Missed it absolutely sh- completely. Oh, good. This early, earlier this it. week was messy. Let's just leave it at that. It was very messy. So... I didn't. I didn't see this. I didn't hear about it. Nothing. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So ref messed that one up. There was also an early whistle within the last minute of play on the Sens. <laughs> yep. Like when we were like trying to tie the game, um, Giroux gets his stick held. There's no call. Goes to pick it up. Gets cross checked in the back, and then gets called for embellishment. I was like, what? It was just. A disaster. An absolute disaster of refereeing. Gets called for an embellishment after he gets cross-checked in the back while he's picking, picking up his up stick that had been stick. slashed out of his hand. That was grabbed out of him. Oh, yeah. grab. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Best refs in the league, right? Well, you see, that's the... Yes, event- they are the best refs in the yeah. league. <laughs> They're also yeah. the worst refs in and the best, Worst refs in the world. That's an opportunity to get your refs sucked, Dab. On your bingo card. So the other thing is because of that icing. What? <laughs> this is where the Ottawa crowd. Oh, yeah. Do you want to show it to them? Yeah. There's a thing called live reactions. People, you, you can get all kinds of views on it. Anyway, I'm, we're going to play this for Cardinal. I want you to give us your live reaction to this play. 
Okay. And uh, you I'll, may or, I'll you, lean in. Just let me. You may or may not hear it. I'll don't, like it. I always give the refs the benefit of the doubt too. Yeah, here we go. What? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see that. Everybody stop. Well, you see, I thought I was looking at the Giroud play. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's way down. That's definitely. Yep. He thinks, he thinks that Eller beat him. <laughs> It's a bizarre play, no matter how you feel or what it should have been called. It is that really is weird. And that was a game winner. <laughs> oh, nice. Because, of course, it was. That was very strange. It's just I mean, brutal. when everybody stops, including the other team. Yeah. Well, except Heller. Well, S- smart on him, I guess. Yep. But, Frig. Um, weird. Yeah. After that, the fans, every time there was an icing call, the, the lines would call icing, would start cheering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it> did it. <laughs> it was amazing. Like every You did it. Thank you. Every time. It was <laughs> wicked. That's pretty bad. Yep. That's pretty bad. Okay. But that's where like even like it was not that great of a game in re- in reality. But this team doesn't give up. The the player and the atmosphere. It was, was the atmosphere is fantastic. Like we we're back, we're back. I haven't seen a cr- this crowd into the game, into the game, or mm. into the game. Zuh, well, individual and into it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Good. That was very. See what you will about Ottawa fans, but like we did this, we did the burger run, we had the um, Pajo chants. Yeah. What else have we done? This is our. <laughs> we want playoffs, <laughs> and then proceed to go. <laughs> Well, that was a spontaneous. I, that was cool because it was complete. Like it obviously wasn't planned. It was just. It just started. Well, the Pajot chant well, was the, the most organic thing. That just like, yeah, that sounds fun. That, that's a great idea. Let's do that. All right, next game. Leaf set sends five four shutout shootout shootout win. Yeah, I fell asleep in this game. Like I just was, couldn't stay awake anymore last but night. But it was. This was. It was a good one. Yet another game. I especially like that we sold our tickets for four hundred dollars each. Yeah, you imagine that. So you're going to donate the profits to the dot podcast? Absolutely not. <laughs> McCabe Thank from Martin Tavares. Thank you again, Dave from uh, New York, New York for that. Yeah. That was a great story. Yeah. Um, so McCabe from Martin Tavares. Goatsy from Pinto and Brandstrom. Stutzla from Hamannick. Martin from Riley and Tavares. Yarn Croak from Matthews and Lilligren. Yarn, oh, I think I wrote that. Nope. Yarn Croak again from Matthews and Kerfoot. Kachuk from Stutzla and Hamannick. Kachuk from Giroux and Shabbat. That you cashed in again on. <laughs> but just clutch. Like, we got to get Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be great. My God. Like. And Stutzel is now at 36 goals? Something like that. Yeah. He's third in league scoring behind Leon and, well, McDavid and Leon since January 1. Mm. Yeah. Um, not not a bad pick at, four, at three. three. Hmm? Who was one? <laughs> Who was two? <laughs> the Frenier like, and Byfield. Wow. Do you remember the talk he's just of so trading good. picks three and five to get could, yeah. pick one? Yep. 
to get Lafreniere because he had generational mm-hmm. talent. Could you imagine that? Giving up Stutzla and Sanderson? Oh. Oh, my God. That could have just, like. We may have won that draft year. I think we did. I think we did. We did. We did. Because we also got Grieg, and there's another, uh, Yarventi, who I don't know yet. Tyler Clevin's done. So he should be signed any day now. He can't play this year. He can play this year. They'll burn a year now. He should be in the AHL next year. Mm. I thought he actually can't even play in the AHL next year. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. You can play in the AHL next year. He's done college now. Or he can't play now in the AHL. There was some weird. I I saw a tweet. You can play as an AHL, as um, an ATO. An ATO or something like that. Just not in the playoffs. Yeah, he's not playoff eligible. Okay. That must be what it was. I don't think we have to win in the playoffs. Belleville's on the bubble. Are they? Yeah. They're, without they're, Troy Mann? How is that possible? They're in the last position right now, I think. And they're doing that without Sogard being there to you know be a goaltender. He's for so... Bur- okay, I'll continue on with... Nine rounds of shootouts. Yeah, I heard about this last uh, this morning. Uh, yep. So goals were Debrinkab, Athos, and Broussard. The saves were Stutzla, Giroux, Kachuk, Pinto, Shamat, Chikrin. Crazy. Hmm. Like they were running out of guys. It's like Th- Greg, that's, that's a lot Greg of firepower. was next. Yeah. Well, then Sogard had to go against Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares. Tavares. It's like, oh my God. Welcome to the NHL. He was so scared. Like, he was done. (laughs) He was done. He was going down early. Shots, 52, 29 cents. Yeah. That's that's something I noticed. I was watching the game for part of the evening last night. Outshot and outhit them. Because sometimes when you outhit, it means you don't have the puck as much. But they. At one point, I think it was in the second period, the shots were twenty six to ten. Yep. Like, yeah. It was. How, it how was. How were we limiting Toronto? Extremely. Well, that's easy because they were back to back and they were just. And they were back to back, but we hit. Yeah. We well, hit. and we know that they don't like that because we we've, we've noticed they that they kept in the getting the passing lanes too. It was I've never. Seen, I think Chickering kind of helps out a lot too, mm-hmm. but they were really getting in the passing lanes. Good. Good. I've never seen this team play so well defensively. And yes, Matt Murray did show up for his one game a year. <laughs> he did. He had some good saves. Yep. Yep. He still let in four goals. That one that uh, Pinto, he stopped. Like, yeah, but four goals on against. 53 shots. That's not a bad save percentage. Oh, we did not, good. But still four goals against the 22nd place Ottawa Senators. True. Wow. True. No, I, I not a great performance, but right. I mean. And like, so you got that. And then how did you, how did your team allow 52 shots? From, by the twenty-second place team, I thought you were. Well, they're not very good defensively. Champion. They're not. They win their games by firepower, not by playing defense. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not very good in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, just as an aside, we were talking about maybe winning that draft. Jake Sanderson has played fifty-four. Oh, sorry, sixty-four games this season. So far, that's it. Six, well, wow. sixty-four. That's where we are on the on the on the roster, right? Right. Yeah, you got a couple injuries, but he's played sixty-four games. Mm-hmm. He's physical. He, he's a very, very useful player. Six penalty minutes. Whoa. Oh, I did not notice that. Six. Wow, that's Cody Cece territory. But the way he plays, <laughs> six <laughs> penalty minutes. He reminds, me of, blow by he reminds me of Shabbat when he joined the league. Like, just that dynamic guy in on all the plays. But he's also can be physical if he wants to be. Like he's he's not, more physical, I think. He's, yes. He's, he's more physical, especially if he's going in the corner to dig a, a puck out. He's... Yep. More aggressively, but six penalty minutes. Yeah. That's incredible. Inconceivable. And he's got a pile of points, too. That yeah. you don't think of. Um, I have it here somewhere. Okay. 
Det kan ikke sidde i pære. Jake Sanderson has four goals and 24 assists for 28 points. That's Six not penalty bad. Minutes. That is not bad at all. And four and two of those goals are power play goals, by the way. Yeah, it's in the, in the uh, yes, they are. So maybe try somebody outside of Shabbat. Um, yeah, in the Avalanche game, it was a Batherson's goal from Stutzel and Sanderson. And this guy jumps up in the air like we won the cup. I'm like, Can I, did you put money on this? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> can't can't say. Degenerate. Uh... <laughs> why, are you calling, why are you being so nasty? Why are you going to be that guy? Why are you going to be that guy? This is not a wise thing to do. Come now. It's not a wise thing so, to do. So yeah, um, they're they're definitely out of the playoffs. Actually, I got that. Point nine percent. If you go to uh, what is the website? It's like moneypuck.com where they give you the uh, predict the p- prediction of the playoff odds. Ottawa is now at zero point nine percent chance of making the playoffs. Now so that is not mathematically. So, so you're saying, saying there's a chance, chance. <laughs> but that's they do a model where based it's like a statistical probability plus the simulated over like a thousand times and it comes mm-hmm. up to zero point nine percent. That's fine. I will say this though, because they are still sitting in the twenty second spot right now, it's going to be better for this team to lose now because mm-hmm. they have a two point two percent getting the chance of getting the first overall pick. That'll be fun. 2.2 plus the Ryan Reynolds factor, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 100% mm-hmm. chance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got that time yeah. machine from yeah. Deadpool 2. Remember yeah. at the end? He got yeah. the mm. thing he can go yeah. back in time? Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. <laughs> Cardinal's tired. <laughs> yeah. 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 I am. So any other games to talk about? No, no. that's it. <laughs> that was yesterday. I thought so. I just wanted um, to double check. Goaltending's doing us in right now, but it is not Sogar's fault. Goaltending's doing us in because we're playing our third and fourth string goalies. That's what it and means. he's way too young. He's way too young. Now, when they play games like this where they're getting beat bad and they're not quite ready, there's different schools of thoughts. Like, there's this is bad for his development, it's and there's like trial by his fire kind of a mentality. No, and I don't believe in that. I say not at this point. I don't think it's black and white. I think. I, but I don't want to see him get blown out continually like this. Yeah. Right. I, I think the playing with NHL caliber games, well, they are NHL games, but I think that's good for his development because it it showcases the difference between the AHL and the NHL. And then you send him back down for Belleville if they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If he's eligible, right? He would be. He'll be eligible, he yeah. Would be. And then if, all of a sudden these pucks are looking slower. Maybe and, and maybe not quite as good or not you know slower or the shots aren't quite as good or blah 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 and that gives him renewed confidence for that. Yes. When was the last time Mandelisi started a game? Oh, so yeah. Mandelisi got sent down today and we've called up Dylan Ferguson. Is that the one we signed like two weeks ago? Yeah. Because the other thing is Man- like Mand Mando's not an NHL goaltender, number one. He is also twenty two now. Dylan Ferguson's more of a journeyman. Um and he's twenty four years old and he can you can shell him and it's okay he'll be okay. <laughs> well, he's been all over the map, so yeah. yeah. That'd be a good goalie name, Shellman. Shellman. <laughs> he's so, a shell of a man, really. Yeah. After a game like that, 
So, so that, it'll, it'll be fine. Okay, so Mandalisi's back in Belleville. That's good. Yeah. So now, like, coming up, I think tomorrow we're in Pittsburgh. Like, it just keeps coming, right? So I think um, Sogar probably gets a start against Pittsburgh because that's their last shot. So he gets to play against Crosby and Malkin and everybody else. Um, and then after the day after we play in Boston. <laughs> when is Talbot expected back? Three weeks. So Another maybe, three weeks? Well, it was three weeks, like two? Is it was I, I? The reason I ask is I can't remember if that was a week ago or two weeks ago. Chicago At least a week has passed. Right. So we're getting up two weeks almost now. I was going to say, are we getting up to the two week mark out of the three weeks? I don't know. That's I. Chicago I have no game sense. was a Chicago was on the sixth, like a Tuesday. So two weeks tomorrow, Monday. Mm. So we've got four games this week. <laughs> Pitt, Boston, Tampa, New Jersey. Oh, that's four easy ones for poor Mads. Great. So yeah, just, like, just wow. let's let Ferguson play one yeah. at least. Let give Mads a break. He can't. Con- you can't. You're, you're you wouldn't do this. Gonna break, you're gonna break him. You wouldn't do this to a bona fide top five goalie in the NHL. You wouldn't make them play every single one of these games mm-hmm. you, because you would kill them. So why are we doing this to a twenty-one-year-old? Because we just have no choice. We do. We have Mandalisi, well, and we have. Yeah, now we've got Ferguson. Ferguson, which I th- so. I think it's the right decision. It was right there. He was our best chance to win, but my God, because remember what's his name, the goalie of the future that we signed. Oh, not Drieger. The one out of the college system there. Yeah, Matt. Matt. Oh, Connor. Matt O'Connor was yep. that it? Matt O'Connor. And we crushed his. Spirits by having him play one game, which was the home opener. <laughs> like, if you think that's destroying his confidence, like, look at Sogard right now. This is this is rough. Yeah, and it's not his fault. So I'm hoping that no, they're, they're... it's not his fault. The whole team is young and inexperienced. Like, on the grand scheme of things, they don't have a great deal of experience in playing in things like pressure situations. Mm-hmm. They don't have a great deal of experience in playing in pseudo playoff situations because they're yeah. a they're young and b the team hasn't been there world championships is key this summer yeah these guys need to go and win well they can't all win <laughs> one of them no. is gonna win like shabbat blew it last year right well the canadians or maybe the u.s wins or Sogard goes and plays for finland denmark i don't know if they play it is he danish yeah oh great yeah. dane that's why he's so freaking huge that, that's peter regan yeah, but he's six foot seven. I know. Um, okay, well, Timmy will, one of Timmy them will be playing. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think Denmark's got a team. But then he he also hopefully has the AHL playoffs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But these they need to taste competitive games and winning competitive games, which is why we wanted them in playoffs. But that just doesn't look good. Well, it doesn't look good for this year. Yeah. But but that's fine. Yeah. You know. We had competitive games in March, and they're entertaining. They're not getting, well, except for a few games on this road trip, they're not getting absolutely bombed. God, we're notwithstanding. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just forget about that Western trip. Yeah. Uh, and if you forget about all the bad games, DJ's really good. <laughs> yeah. Got a pretty happens. good record. It happens. Uh, you have a note about something that was earlier this week. I do. In other sense stuff, yes. 
I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, yeah. So Brady and his fiance ended up doing a partnering with uh, BGC Ottawa, so the formerly known as Boys and Girls Club Ottawa, which is tremendous to see them involved in the community. Yeah, getting in, getting out, getting involved, taking that initiative mm-hmm. the way that other players in the past have done. Yep. In one form or another, whether it's partnering with Chio, that's what. Uh, yep, there's a video today on the Roger Nielsen house. And oh, really? I didn't watch it yet, but that's so, so important. Very nice. important in regards to, nice. the, um, to the community. We've got Wade's World that's back with the Chio kids. I'll tell you what Canuck says about that. Uh, hmm? <laughs> the, the Geo Kids in Wade's World. What about it? Children of the Fire. Well, that's because that's the song that plays every time. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, what? okay. Every time in I the arena, they show the else. Wayne's World, and they're up in the box, the four hundred Wade's World. Wade's Wade's World, yes. and they're showing the kids are up in the four hundred level box, and the music that's playing is Children of the Sky. <laughs> Not well, just like their children in the sky up on okay. the foreigner level. Sure. Okay. Sort of cheeky. Oh. Somewhat. Um, oh, well. You get points for, for you know, creativity. Yep. Just play Japan droids. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, Bal- yeah, like, we're, we're getting there. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else we've done this year. I've got two rants. Like, obviously, we're not going to the hospitals to visit. W- like, no. No. Uh, do you want to get you want to rant right away? Well, right? they're not that heavy, but okay, anymore. I was gonna say they're heavy at the time. We'll get there, we'll get there. Oh, not not grinding, yeah. Your, your engine oh. is these are tweets. Oh, yeah. Those so, are- so one was on Thomas Shabbat. There's a lot of talk, and I've heard it, uh, even from the likes of like Steam, Steve Warren, former you know, the radio morning show, the one that wasn't good enough to say on the radio. Well, no, go, not that he but- wasn't good enough, <laughs> it was that they needed to reduce costs, so they pensioned him out, yeah. And he's got his own podcast, and I like him, actually. I enjoy listening to his stuff. Uh, he certainly in, seems to be in this camp, unless he's just trying to get reaction out of people. But there are others out there that are that that are dissing Shabbat almost a little too much to the point where they think that we should be traded. Like, we can't keep him around. Oh, yeah. Now, <sighs> hey, look. We're allowed our strong opinions. It's fine. He has not played as well this year. And he's regressed a bit. Well, my point is this. I'm not worried about him. He's fixable. He's had a bad year. I give you that. And he hasn't been held accountable. I give you that. But who's been the coach all along, putting him out there with crap partners and overplaying him and not holding him accountable? And DJ Smith. So my question is, or my statement is that what you're worried about in Shabbat it's going to happen with Sanderson under the same coach because you introduced well, the Shabbat system. And misses no- it and that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah. So I'm just kind of, you know what? I get grumpy about people want to trade Shabbat. It's like, you know what? It's a bad take. Sorry. It's a bad take because you want to trade Shabbat. You want to trade a player who 31 other teams in this league would want in their top four on their defense. Well, maybe oh, well, you can't have Shabbat in to bring it because you don't want the big dollar signs and this is Ottawa. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's that. The other thing, too, is on Coach, and we've been rough on him before, and I think I tweeted this out. Like, He seems like a pretty nice guy. I would generally enjoy sitting down and have a beer with him. He's smarter at hockey than I am. I accept that. But you look at the record on the road, and there's something wrong with the preparation of this team. 
and uh, I he's got to go. And some of the personnel choices he makes, I would even say the lack of accountability. You know, if Shabbat makes a couple bad plays, make him accountable. Sit him down for a while. Put somebody else well, out. You have or, options now, too. Or give him less ice time. Give yeah. him less ice time. Because we Don't have options Don't put him on now. the power play when you got seven shorthanded goals against. I wouldn't mind. I've been especially, and then Sanderson comes up, makes him a mint. <laughs> well, now that you, <laughs> I, I, I actually agree with you, and I know you're going to be surprised about that. But now that we have, end of show. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have both Sanderson, who has established himself as being mm-hmm. a top four, even top two defenseman yes. in this league, and we have Chikrin, same thing. We have options that did not exist at the beginning of the season or certainly in previous seasons yes. for things like power play one mm-hmm. or ice time in general. Jake, Jacob Chikrin needed reduced ice time when he first got here because he hadn't played in three weeks, but he's certainly getting into game shape, the, game flow, and everything else now. now I th- he, so, he was for game two. So, <laughs> he was so freaking good in game two. It's, it, it is time to start changing the player assignments for certain situations and reducing Shabbat's ice time to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. To play less. Because the, the, yeah. the thing is, Shabbat, Shabbat, Sanderson, Chikrin, even Brandstrom, can, all four of those can Renew. drive a power play. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm saying Brandstrom, power he play. Can. He power, can. He can drive a power play. And every time that Shabbat's missed time, he's looked very good doing it. Yeah. So Even if Holden is out scoring. But I, I, I think it's a good idea. Or you could also... If you if you don't want to take him off power play one for some reason, I don't know why, but if you did, mm-hmm. you could put a second defenseman out there. Well, that so that was the other thing because they kept putting Castle out there because they wanted him to stand in front of the net, the big guy. But it's like, but then he didn't have Brandstrom out. I'm like you're not giving your, and it was not a good power play at the time. And that's where I think that you need to change. There needs to you be need some to thought put mentality. into. Yes, there needs to be some thought put into. I, I maybe the word is modernizing change. I, I don't want to say just change it up, but you need to evolve the thinking of what you want the power play to do on both units. This tends to be a hockey thing. They're really bad at change. Coaches are very bad at change and they keep going back to what they, they depend on. Same thing with Zaitsev. He depended on Zaitsev. He depended on Shabbat and he depended on Zaitsev. I wonder if it's a situation, too, where you don't hold people accountable all year long, and then you like, try to do it now, and you look like an idiot. Well, now it's too late. Or you lost it, the room. Because what the heck are you doing? You didn't do that all year. He did it to Pinto. Like, he benched Pinto one game. Shabbat's one thing, because he has to do everything else. What the hell's Drake Ballas has been doing all year? Well, that's an interesting question. as to why there's been... Now, there have been times during the year when we've been very short of forwards. We've had, you know, we've been down two centers at times. Yep. And he's a, I know he's a winger. He's not a center. But if you bench him when we're already down Norris and Stutzla or Norris and Pinto, you're running really short of firepower on your top two lines. But so, if he's having a bad game, cut, like, cut him down. Cut him down? Okay. But the problem is, is the bottom six replacement. Well, if he did it to Pinto, he can do it to him. Yeah. I hope. Right? Like that's. I, I don't disagree with you. It's just situationally, it's because difficult everyone, to sometimes and do. This, this seems to be, again, we've got to get out of the things that we're conditioned about. It's Debrinkat's really bad, so you got to treat him. And Shabbat's really bad, so you got to treat him. 
because what are these you are get for these those are our, guys? you can get a lot, but that's not the point. You're just going to recycle yourself or depth. You're going to you're going to get quantity over quality. You're not exactly. You're not going to get the same quality of player back in a trade like that. So you're reducing your quality. You want to rebuild again? Just, that's exactly like people are complaining about Debrinkout. He's he's shooting at nine point three percent this year. Still has two hundred twenty six shots, which is the second most as to what he had. Last year, he had 270 in, in 82 games. So he's probably trending higher. His shooting percentage as a career is 14.4. And this is so these far, are actual shots on goal, not over the net or anything else, right? Correct. Okay. So, so at, put him back to... So add 5% of 226, 10? Yep. It, it's actually an 10, interesting thing. So then thing. he'll be at... Uh, where's his goals? That's 31. Which would be now you you can't do this just that's just manipulating statistics to make it work, but he's having a down year in goal scoring. We he he's, he just disappeared a lot, but at the start of the year he was having quality quality attempts and just getting either robbed or hitting the post. And he's also this is his first season not playing with Patrick Kane. I give him a Pat- I give him a mulligan on the entire. And he's also playing with Drake Batherson instead of Patrick Kane. Yeah. So is it Debrinkat? And he's playing with a very young center. Yep. Yeah, they've yep. not put him on the now, best line. He he's not he's not a line leader in the nine million nine times nine or whatever. I agree with my thought on eight. that. Absolutely not not right. He's not worth nine million dollars. Nope. But we do have to pay him that next year. Right? If you want if, if, if you don't sign him long term. If you yes. don't sign him long term, I'm fine. It's, if it's pay him nine million. Thing. See pay him nine million, see if he can bounce back. Exactly. Right. If he it's can't, still team controlled, right? It's, it's he's, team controlled. So it's fine. And you don't get a no trade in there. So everyone that says, is like, well, look at uh, the Chicago got nothing for, for uh, Patrick Kane. Different situation. Patrick Kane said, I want to be traded to New York. He's Danny Heatley, then, basically. <laughs> Martin St. Louis is a better option. Martin St. Louis, yeah. Well, well, wasn't. No, sorry, Danny Heatley was, I want options. I want options. Yes. I want options. Well, I got this trade. I was all lined up. No, I want options. Okay, so you screwed the team over. Great, thanks. Same sort of thing. Not quite as much, but same sort of thing. Both parties have to be a lot of problem with that. Um, maybe then you just don't give out no trade clauses and then you lose my stone. How many, um, how many no trade clauses do we have? We don't have very many um, now. There's uh, some Chick- that are kicking in Chick- late. Chikrin has one that comes in next year, and they're all modified. They're like yeah. 10 teams. Yeah. So there's a lot of flexibility, but again... Why would you want to trade these guys? You don't, but I'm just... Asking. And if you do, you just work with them, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a trade consent, not a no trade. Hmm. Uh, what else was going to say? And even though Debrinkat's having a terrible year, he has 35 assists in 21. Games. You know, he's having a way better year than Drake Batherson. Yep. Drake is kind of annoying me lately. Oh, he's annoying a lot of people, but those yep. only those that actually look at it. I guess I don't look at it. He stop. You're. I don't think you watch. I don't watch a lot of games. I. I He'll just stop. Don't. He just doesn't skate. He's waiting for the play to come to him, hmm. and then he gets like. He, and then he gets like. And he does yeah. some dumb, dumb moves. He tried this between the legs shot. Got inter, uh, intercept. I can't remember what game that was. I think it was at Edmonton. So just tries this stupid between the legs shot from the face off dots around there. And then the other team just takes it, scores. It's like, why would you do this? Then why is the he not air getting... balls back to Shabbat on the line? 
Yes. So he misses it on and the everyone power blames Shabbat on that. Everyone blames Shabbat because you can't handle this fucking grenade that's getting launched. Out. <laughs> Last man back. Like, well, what? then maybe he needs to be set. That's what I said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. I'm just trying to reinforce you. Hello. I'm not arguing. I know I argue with you a lot. I'm not arguing you with uh, on this one. Hmm? So yeah, but at this point, it's like, well, it's not the players and not the coaches. Okay, and it's the GM. So of course the injuries. Okay, why is everybody injured in Belleville? Is this a conditioning thing? I can't see it being like everybody's hurt. I know lots. So of- there's. Well, Everybody hurts. Thank sometimes. you, Ariane. <laughs> sometimes. Just yeah. hold on. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the words. Are you losing your religion? Okay. That's a different song. But. <laughs> <laughs> you see, my favorite REM song is I Am Superman, but that's from a that's long a time That's a great ago. song. <laughs> that's a long that's time That's a fantastic ago. song. Old school REM. Exactly. Um, all right. So I think we hashed that to death. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about around the league? You had yep. three points listed. Go for it. Man, these weekly yeah, these are good ones. Are much better. So this is a fun one. The first one. Yep. Okay. So the cap might increase by one million dollars. Might. Might. Okay. It's been a while since it's gone up. But of course, yeah. So. COVID. Yes. Now, I th- and I I think this is the probably the ownership that's been pushing for maybe the owners and the players. The cap could go up by four and a half million dollars. However, you have to pay more escrow. So you have to pay more money into the escrow account, which is for in case revenues aren't met. Correct. And if revenues are met, then you get the money back. Correct. I've never seen why that's such an issue. Yeah. Because they don't fucking think. They're just thinking they about want their, their money initially, not later. Is they that- don't think. They don't think. They just escrow, just like taxes. Well, you pay your taxes, except and you don't get the taxes back. Well, you can if you have a very good accountant. Or a very dishonest one. <laughs> well, yeah. this is like, especially in the hockey players say it's like, well, my my take home's a lot more because I play in Dallas. Like, yeah, but you haven't filed yet. You haven't paid your federal. <laughs> like. Yeah. It's still a difference, but whatever. Um, so now the big thing of this, that the reason that the cap hasn't gone up is because they don't want to pay the escrow on it. But the players still owe $100 million from the pandemic. Collectively? So from the bubble year. Collectively. The NHL players. But that's like 300000 a player. Well, like some players make They're more money than others. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. The original amount started at one and a half billion. Ooh. So over two and a half years, two they years, made it up. they've made back nine hundred and f- f- uh, nine hundred nine point four. One point four. Yeah, one point four. One point four billion. billion dollars. Yikes! Get, so revenues up. Gambling revenues <laughs> up. You're just you're paying it in the back. Yeah. So. As, as a fan, I don't give a shit what your payroll is. Bring it up four and a half, please. I'm sure there are there are quite a number of teams that would really like to do that mm-hmm. too. The ones who are in cap hell. So I think that yep. So my assumption is that the, the the owners or the GMs are pushing for this because they want to be able to spend more to get rid of their cap problems. So this is really an issue between 
the but NHL the, and the NHLPA. Yeah, everything is. So the, well, the, okay. So if the PA is not getting this. I like don't if, know why the PA would not want this. I was gonna, that's that's my point. Like, why wouldn't the, would the PA educate the players? Okay. I know you don't like paying escrow. A, you get the money back. B, this is a chance for more money per team for better players. Yep. So which you, means more money want, for you as a collective. So roughly, do you want a 1% raise and guarantee that you get that? Or do you want a 5% raise and then pay in two? I was going to say, you get a 5% so raise that ends up being three. Yep. Escrow bad. That's, well, is, it, and I, this is, is that just a learning thing? Like they, they haven't been properly educated on it. I don't like, I'm asking that honestly, because it, as it, an outsider, it, it just makes sense. It, de- well, you, you also have contract experience. Not that you know anything about Not it. Not that I know anything about that. But it's it, because it, some of the agents will just push against escrow. The agents should be pushing their players to understand this. No, as well as because, the PA. No, because they would rather not have... Give me the raise and no escrow. Because th- this is all your negotiation stuff, right? You, all your negotiation. It's not negotiable. You want a raise? Well, then you... with no. You but wanna, it is negotiable. It's like, no, no, just give me the raise. You guys can take the loss for once. Because mm-hmm. now the other thing is that the players in 2022 are playing for the losses of players of, 2019, uh, of 2020. Okay, so you want a raise? Um, I can't afford that's a raise. That's what a union's about. I was going to say, you want a raise? Um, you don't get a raise. Like, you don't get a contract with it. a raise because right, there's, there's no then money I'll there. I'll pay less escrow. Okay, but you're paying less escrow on your current salary, not a raised one. Well, they're all contracted in anyways. Fine. Okay. So so that's the other thing is, like, if you're mid-contract, you don't benefit from that. No, you benefit from it. You benefit from, from, a, from a better team or when your contract expires. You benefit from it from having more money in your team to possibly have better teammates for a better result. That's right. But for you personally, personally you don't. like Thomas Shabbat or Brady Kachuk, it's like, well, now I got to pay more escrow. Would you get back? Yeah. Franchement. Well, mate, you might get back. You'll get Techni- back. Technically, because they're, they're already in contract, so it'll be, I got to pay more escrow to hopefully keep Debrinkat. Right. So you're essentially paying to keep Debrinkat. Because of higher cap head. Do you so. want to win? That's a question. Do you want to win? That's a question. One thing I can see being a hot or topic. Do you want a better? But I shouldn't say. Do you want to win? That's a that's an unfair question. Yeah. Do you want better potential to win? Yep. I can see this escrow, but also another topic being interesting on the next negotiation is uh, what is it called? The voluntary benching of players for trading purpose. That was BS. Yeah. What, putting them aside so they don't get hurt until they get traded? Yeah. For three weeks? I bet you that's going to be a topic in the next CBA. That's, well... I, so let's... That's, so that's a lot ownership. of these guys are also... But not necessarily... Because I'm going to look at it on the union side of things again, because that's just what I do. Um, I'm a pending UFA. Uh, like the, the defenseman in Columbus that eventually got traded. So he was out for two weeks because he was supposed to go to Boston. That fell apart. And then they traded him to L.A. LA. But he didn't play for two weeks. And he's a pending UFA. So missing the two weeks hurts what he can make in his contract over the summer. Because his stats won't look as good. Too bad. 
Well, but that now you got a labor law issue. Why? I'm being held out now. I look bad. You're being held out to protect the value of you to your employer. Your employer decides. But this is not. Yeah, but this is not in the essence of. Your employer decides whether you work or not because they are they consider you an asset and they want to maximize their return on you as an asset. You won't sign with them. It's their choice whether they play you or not. They can bench you every night for whether you're pending UFA or not. That's why I say it could be an interesting topic. I think it's it's at least a discussion point. I don't I, on okay. So what's the you think that players should be able to force a team to let them play? I think they need to have some sort of cap on the non if it's for trade related reasons now to your point could they but just say, say oh it's not for trade reasons it's not for it's, trade related yeah, reasons exactly yeah. exactly that's a like, well it's not for so trade related we'll, we'll see what happens he hasn't been playing properly and it's our decision whether he plays or not because i i can't i i guess i'm looking at it from not a management point of view from a common sense point of view i don't see how a player can force a team to make to let them play but if your your employer says you're not playing tonight for whatever reason. I don't know. There's another angle, too. Like, there's the fans buying tickets to go see these star players, too. So, I mean, there's multiple angles to this, right? I've already bought your tickets. Hmm. I'm maximizing the potential return on an asset. Can I return my ticket if you're not going to play Sidney Crosby and I'm going to see the Penguins? Nope. Nope. That's in the terms and conditions. It's in terms and conditions of buying the ticket. <laughs> so, but, no. You know, it's an interesting discussion, anyway. It, it's, it has potential. I just don't see it going anywhere. Because well, they're not gonna care that, that's a spoiled us. child syndrome to me. Like nope, you signed under you signed to play for this team under whatever conditions they let you play or not play. You're getting paid anyway. If you want to say, oh well, you have to let me play. No, you're still getting paid. The you're, beatings you're will continue until your morale improves. Exactly. So right. improve your morale, and you'll stop getting beaten. Or you could sign with them. You're a pending <laughs> UFA, and you don't want to resign with this team. You want to play? Sign a contract. There's your other other side of it. Let's go to this next point. This looks fun. Sure. Avoid Thursday, Friday, because Biden's in town. Or d- avoid going downtown on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, where do I live? <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. I, for, for me, it's not usually a problem because I'm on... But these are a bit like they should... No, even when Obama was here in years past, it wasn't really a problem because I'm on the west side of downtown, not the east side. Yeah. glad you got that reference (laughs) of course i got that reference i can already tell you the route that he's taking if you want i think i usually go down river uh bronson to colonel by colonel by that's it yep so as long as i'm not trying to get to work (laughs) because i have to kind of cross that road at one point or another uh, yeah, I flew out of uh, Ottawa Airport when Obama was here, and uh, it oh, did cause a little bit fun. of delays. Yeah, it couldn't get into. They shut down everything. Yes, yeah. and it's really well, kind of cool. I did see. It, it's see especially the plane. good when uh, Trump decided to go to just drop by into Manhattan that one time, unannounced. Oh, as president? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be a fun thing for JFK and LaGuardia mm-hmm. and Newark. Hmm. Mm. So no, I, was, I, I just I, forgot something at the apartment. Was it stopped there for a bit? I do remember listening to air traffic control at one point when Obama was here, and uh, that must be interesting. It was actually really funny because he got on his plane and Air Force One was taxiing out, and they said, uh, uh, "We're we're just clearing the runway." And, said, and Air Force One said, "Get the scrapers off the runway. We're leaving." <laughs> <laughs> and they just turned on to 
That'd be runway 17. They took off south. They just like taxied out and went straight south. Because that. Well, gets, I guess they don't stop, right? Because no. they don't want to stop. No. That makes sense. And that gets them into U.S. airspace faster. What's rather the than scrapers? Snowplows. Oh, it was the wintertime? Yeah. One yeah, of them was. I thought, yeah. Okay. Oh, one of the times. Okay. Yeah, one of the ones. Because when he went out for the Obama cookies. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. I thought it was yeah. warmer. But anyway. That was just one of those moments where, I, oh, okay, I guess you just guys got just got told. <laughs> Get out. So, so overtime might go to seven minutes. Yes. <laughs> There's a transition for you. Yeah. Um, like, and after like yesterday, that. yes, please. Yes. Until, you can't go to 10 because then they're going to coach on how to not to lose. Right. I like that experiment. I think that's a good one. Well, yeah. If five on five has always been, or it's sorry, five so minutes good. three on three. Is the only time, so good. only time five on or three on three has not been fun. Guy Boucher. All star games. Yeah. <sighs> okay. They but found yes, a way they, to ruin it. I was going to say all star games haven't been fun in a while. They need to go back to the five on five. Just get more players in. Yeah. Yep. That's why I don't watch them. There's just no. Not it, every time we go to overtime, it is exciting. Well, to watch. I was going to say, over what do you happen to have any or know any of the statistics of how many games end in overtime versus going to the shootout, which is what three on three it's, overtime it's is supposed not to be? A, it's not a lot that goes to shootout anymore. Exactly. And it's going to drop that much more. That's what I was saying. So if you go to seven minutes rather than five, that number will drop still further, which will A. Yeah. Help games end faster, and B, make shootouts more rare and more interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I'm all for it, mm-hmm. except I, I, I'm just, the three-on-three three is... Oh, it's exciting. It is, but I'm still a fan of five-on-five overtime in playoffs. That's still the best overtime around, by far. Oh, um, oh playoff overtime. Playoff abso- overtime. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Best overtime. <laughs> but you cannot do that in regular season. But it is my favorite sure part. We they did could. it until 15 years ago. They did. Continuous overtime? Well, they would play they overtime and they would, they, you could also end in a tie. No, that's communism. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Start this place apart. <laughs> so is communism of everybody. You get a point if you make it to overtime. If you lose an overtime or a shootout, that's communism too. Two and one rather than one and one. That's even more communism. That's You're getting a loser that's, point. That's more animal for mm. All points are equal except for some are more equal. All right. Fine. Um, and apparently there's been something. Well, granted. And this, Bettman said this, which is something that he doesn't normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta, Houston, and Quebec have shown interest in expansion. He actually said Quebec. Because normally he would say we're not expanding. Mm-hmm. We're not in expansion mode. He's seeing the green and now dollars. He's actually, oh, my God. Well, after what Seattle and... Vegas paid. Well, so Vegas paid five hundred. Seattle paid six fifty. So imagine going through an Sens, amazing. Sens of all teams is going for it's a lot of land, but Sens are going for nine hundred plus. Yeah. Arizona's doing stuff. <laughs> doing so. stuff. Playing in a five thousand seat arena. Imagine rebuilding your team, finally getting all set up, and then you have two or three expansion lotteries. It'll be okay. The, the last couple of expansion lotteries didn't hurt all that much. Well, we didn't have a very good team either. Well, they didn't hurt any team all that much. The first one hurt. They, they, we picked committed- CC over the thought. Anyway. Minnesota <sighs> blew their own faces off on that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. As an, so did Columbus. Mm-hmm. Well, 
You know? Like you learned. Hey, Columbus blew their own face off, but they still have the same GM. Hmm. Kekalainen's still there. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so, and you hey, also good. chose to be there? He's Johnny free. Hockey. He yes. has buried his team. But he hasn't been fired. I know. I know. I don't understand it, but didn't he also trade um, for Line? Yes. Is Line, and Line's still there, but on a he didn't did he sign long term? No. I don't think so. But I also think he signed what's, a bridge. But what's his name once out of Winnipeg anyway? La so. not La Joie, La uh, Pierre Pierre, Pierre Luc Dubois. Thank you. Yes, Montreal's Montreal fans are like he's going to Montreal. He's going to Montreal. He a said, name like that? He said he's going to Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Well, maybe if Montreal could trade away uh, their six million dollar fourth line, if they could afford him. Oh, things will expire. It'll be fine. He's got another three years. Um, Atlanta. 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 The population. I can't find it right now. But their population is about the same as Toronto. Yeah, they've already had two NHL teams. We're going to give them a third. Sure. The expansion rules screwed them, and it's just the owner just didn't want the team anymore. And blocked them out of the building. That's why. That's why they had to move. The second time. The second time. Not the first time. When was the first time? 60s? The Atlanta Flames. Has there been a team? Has there been another city? No, I can answer this question. There hasn't been a team, that, a city that's already lost two NHL franchises. Was going to try again for a third. Things change. Atlanta's a big city. Yes. That doesn't. It and you doesn't. get another state. Yes, but you, how far down the pecking order are you going to be in Atlanta? You're going to be behind football, baseball, college. Well, did you hear what the ESPN dude in New York said? No. This is their primetime. I wish I had the names. This is primetime ESPN sports talk TV. And the the question on hand was, uh, which New York professional sports league do you think is going to win the next championship is it going to be uh basketball derp, football derp, oh yeah, yeah. baseball Knicks, which new york team the Knicks, no, they the just Jets. said which new york team is going next to win the championship and the guy's like, went, rangers. rangers he's like it's oh like, come on count. that doesn't count that's a joke league or something like that or he went on to say something let me guess there's not a lot of nhl broadcasts on espn right now guess who owns the rights for your NHL broadcast. This is the ESPN. 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 <laughs> well played. What a buffoon. Yeah, anyway. Catering to the football crowd and the baseball crowd. Are we, are we ready to do it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? You clearly have something was, you want to rant about. So The Flames are there to 1980. I'm just, I'm just hungry. <laughs> He's so hungry. Yeah. Well, you want to go for wings? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yum yums in my tum tums. You got one here, Cardinal. I do. Um, what really grinds my gears, and this is a very generalized thing, is I am an oddity in this day and age in that I like quiet. I really enjoy going to the cottage and going to the lake or even just being at home. And I like quiet, which is an odd thing to like when you live in the downtown core, but work with me. I, I have actually had to leave a couple of different retail environments in the past couple of months. Why are you shopping in anthropology? I don't even know what that is, so that's fine. I don't know what that is either. Um, fine. Because I could not get away from... One of them was the Rito Center and a couple of stores. 
I couldn't get away from the ambient noise of a overhead music in a mall and then the competing overhead music coming out of stores. And it's it it actually irritated me to the point where I said, I'm out. I can't handle this cacophony of garbage because it's all crap music anyway. <laughs> and I left. And yes, you, and, you would not like my office at eight in the morning. This office or your office office? Got the market overnight while wa- somehow while watching um, another internal video and I'm playing music. I got three things going at once for but some reason. You, but if if you're doing that, that's now I'm that's, able because like, I like I watch a video. I'm cutting that out. The music's still in the background. You're, but you're you're programming that, emails. and it's something that you're accustomed to. Yes, that I I I used to work when I was working at home. I would have air traffic control on because that would you know it would entertain me once in a while, and otherwise it would just be sort of in the background, and I could tune it out. But this is an environment where you can't tune out what is going on because. It's all conflicting, and it's all things that irritate you at the best of times, anyway. Oh, oh. And it just draw it. I okay, I'm out, done, finished. Yeah, I, I can't handle this. Well, sorry, I it's not that I can't it. handle it. I refuse to handle it. To. I refuse to be around it anymore. Hmm. I'm I like that sometimes. Uh, definitely, there are times where it's just like, oh, my brain is this is too loud. I need to get out of there. Yeah, I can't. Not tune all it. the time, but sometimes I, it just. Yeah, I cannot tune it out. I can't ignore it anymore because it's too there and yes i think it's us getting old too because my my parents go into a restaurant if they're playing music they don't like it they want to be quiet and hear themselves crunching and stuff and well i'll go with that one where what grinds my gears is when like especially jack astor's at um lansdowne lansdowne mm. it's a sit-down restaurant but they blast mm-hmm. yeah so you're having to shout at anybody who you're actually having yeah food with because like going the it's not it's like going to the bar when you're old yeah <laughs> But it's not even a bar. But not bar like a, yeah, well. Like if it's a club. Oh, yeah, sorry. With- if it's a club. Sure. Sure. It's a club and the music's blasting and it's fun. And I wish I'd text messaging when I was my, when I was relevant in that time frame. <laughs> oh, I agree. The because thing, like, yeah. well, I don't think you really went to clubs. I've never been a, I've never been a club person. But I've been you've a pub been, person. Like, in, in our, it, way back in the day when we were relevant. Yeah. But and you go to the club and be like. Talking to people, I was like screaming in their ear. It's like I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I'm not interested in that. But even, but I'm with do you. Want me to get you a drink? Sure, yeah, uh-huh. awesome. What do you want? Ah, uh, fuck, I can't hear that yeah. either. We're going to a restaurant or a pub, and you can't actually have Here's a conversation. Your vodka Red Bull. Yep. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> That'll keep me going for a while, sure. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I can tell you what grinds my gears is yes. my my bottom is sore from cycling all this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that's all it was. <laughs> or do we care? It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah, I'm actually looking so forward to spring, and I, I'm really, really hoping to get back out on my actual says, bicycle says this, this spring. Just want, I want more snow. Yeah, yeah. Well, eventually, just not this week. Snow tires. Well, I want more snow this week, so I can snowmobile after that time. Snow tires. I gotta flip those out too. Uh, I got a, I got a grinds gear, but I don't. I didn't think it through very well, so I'll take a stab, but. Uh, yeah, you, this, you don't understand what your note says. <laughs> no, I know what it says. Oh. I just never thought it. I, I, I had it last night and then I lost it. Uh, grinds my gear is hypocrisy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, and here's and what what came to mind? Is this about James Reimer? Actually, yeah, it was what triggered it was the James Reimer 
uh, thing. So last night, the San Jose Sharks were not doing the regular tweets. They were going to tweet out about, uh, it was their pride night, right? Mm-hmm. And they tweeted out a statement that James Reimer made. And long story short, you can go look at it. It's basically, uh, he, they tweeted his statement and he didn't want to wear the pride jersey. And he explained why. Uh, and uh, so just to to put thoughts at rest, I mean, like, I think he should have worn the jersey. But uh, but whatever. He, he actually read a statement. For the most part, it's like, there's no hate in the statement. Uh, but he took backlash from it. And I was thinking about that and it's like well, okay because i i can identify because I, I would i identify as a christian i grew up in that belief system and i have still the his introduction i agree with uh what it goes on to his decision not to like i personally in his position i would wear it because i think what the and that's fine he, and my my point on hypocrisy is that there's a lot of negative backlash to him and i thought well wait a second here the whole point of like, for example, let's take the different topics, like feminism. There was an inequality between men and women. Women weren't even have the same rights as men for centuries. Was. Right? Was. Was. It okay. Was. Still, it's all still, is. still is, right? So, uh, where's it going with that? Uh, so, what happens now is you say that you, for a while you would say the word feminist, and there'd be a negativity associated with that because you'd think of these kind of radicals, but really, the underlying principle, what you're trying to do is get equality, and, and that's a good thing. And I, and I kind of feel that's what's kind of going on for decades. Uh, I can never get the acronym right. Apologies, so I'm not going to say I'll just say the, the lesbian gay community. Uh, you know, they've been bullied and, and haven't had the same... They haven't been treated as humans by society almost mm-hmm. to that point. So they deserve that welcoming equality. Every human does, regardless of religion or what your sexual orientation is and that kind of stuff. So I don't have a problem with that. And uh, for that reason alone, I think you should have worn the Jersey because it's the same thing. Like indigenous, every child matters. Like, why would you not wear the orange shirt? And, and, and those kind of things, right? What about my kids? It's like, they're fine. They're fine. They're your fine. kids haven't been oppressed for centuries, right. have they? <laughs> or the black lives matters. Another example yeah. of that. Now BLM on itself, is, they've gone. No, boy, overboard. I, I will say the Christian community has done itself no favors because, and I know this from my own experience, and probably every one of us had different experiences, but for some reason, and this isn't the only thing they've done, uh, is I think it's because it was uh, like being gay was so different from the norm, and it was for even outside of religion, but that it was the one that was like, it was considered the thing that, you know, okay, that is the one where I have to put my It's the low-hanging fruit. Right, because there's a lot, there's a hell of a lot more said in the Bible, let's just say, about, like, uh, being promiscuous, lying, all kinds of other things, and then somebody latched onto this, oh, you're gay, and that's like, no, wait a second, that is not the message here. <laughs> and so, so what, to James Reimer, like, he, what my hypocrisy the, is they're the, being the, mean to him. And it's like, wait a second, we're trying to stop bullying individuals. Did he get it right? Maybe not. But let's not bully on people because they don't fit. Let's just make sure yeah, that we're not creating a culture. Of, it is a pendulum of, of that part. You're acting on him the way, same way you're accusing him of acting. Right. And that doesn't it's solve It's the whataboutism. Well, I'm so sick of that. It's it's bad. It's that now, that's excuse making. This is also white people being infinite on 
to uh-huh. have a minority, which is just like, guys, it's lit. All right. But to that point, his last line in his statement, I strongly believe that every person has value and worth in the LGBTQIA plus community, like all others, should be welcomed in all aspects of the game of hockey. Right. That's what the jersey's about, you dumbass. Well, yeah, and that's just because. That's what I said. There's no hate. People, there's no hate. Just in because you're wearing the jersey doesn't mean you have to take a face full of dick. <laughs> well, not that there's anything wrong with that. But that's the point. It's okay if you choose to take a face full of dick. Be what you want, as long as it's consensual. That, that's where I think he made. I think he probably would have had a greater impact wearing it uh, than the not, because I think if anything, it draws negative attention to him. But well, he doubled down. He's like, "Well, I have a Muslim friend, and he'd be okay if I don't wear a pro-Muslim shirt in Nazim Qadri." <laughs> and that's. I thought it was really thought-provoking, though. That whole statement. I have my one black friend. <laughs> oh, geez. The, but the, that's what it was. But it Nazis gets because you think in. about that, like when you don that jersey, is that saying you support that lifestyle, or is it just saying no? You you're welcoming them. Welcoming you welcome them. them. Now, if it was a They're Satanist jersey, very close to San I Francisco. could see why he wouldn't do that. Right. right. So but. I'll never play the New Jersey Devils ever again. That's a good one. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Anyway, what grinds my gear is just the hypocrisy that. Like there's, it's, there's, it's, 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 ever, it's, it's not on one side yet. No. But that's the people like to react. Yeah. And people well, don't react with or, consideration yeah. and people don't react with rationality. They react emotively and explosively mm-hmm. because that's, that's what gets them clicks. That's what gets them follows. And that's, that's them. Yep. That's the way I am. Well, yep. well didn't we, Ottawa not wear those, be, wear them because we never had them. We've never had them. Oh, we didn't have them. Okay. We've never had them. I, heard, we, I thought it was because tape. of Zoob or but something. But we also no. did paint the entire... No, that was a Ukrainian thing. That's a totally different thing. Okay. We did paint the entire arena in t-shirts. It was amazing. Yeah. Which was pretty... I saw the photos Now, that's of, a marketing team, not right. players themselves. I don't think yeah. that would have happened with her. I think huge. Hamannick didn't use tape. Um, but anyway. Let's go. Yeah, ha- yeah. Hamannick didn't use a tape, but Shabbat also played the whole game with the tape on. Good for him. Here's another one. Why does it only have to be for that day? I don't know. Because, well, it may be just a distraction overall. I don't know. Butt end. Okay. Butt end. Butt end. You should be fine. Maybe it's just too easy for him to see, for the ref to see him stick end him somebody if uh, if it's uh, colorful. Yeah, that's Thomas Shabbat's game. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> it is, but you see, he gets away with it because he only uses black or white most of the time. You don't notice. What grinds <laughs> your gears? What is that no, color I, I, black that yeah, you I can't see? It it's like... Oh, shoot, well, there's a name for that kind of black. It's completely reflective. Uh, it doesn't reflect any matte? light at all. Not matte. There's even a better word. Uh, anyway. Flat? It start, I think it started. Flat black? Nope. That's matte. My, anything grind your gears? I just said the too loud in the club. Too loud in the club. Too loud in the club. Good. I don't okay. have much. We forgot to talk about when we're going to be back. We it, don't know. It, it'll, it'll be a little while. It won't be, may not be quite as quick as this. Well, can I please on the 20th? <laughs> of April. Of April. Of April. So, we'll be back in probably it, yeah, It's a an uphill while. battle for this week. A little while, yeah. This this week's going to be an uphill battle, so by the time we're getting together, A, the team will probably be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. B, we're going to have a different goalie to talk about because he's played a game for the team. And C, uh, something else will probably happen, right? And the color I'm looking for is Vanta Black. I'm not familiar with that. I'll have to look it up later. Yeah. Well, like expensive cars will put like their... Uh, will oh, that's, like that's, that. That, that's that sort of satin finish, yeah. Well, it's just like... 
it looks like nothing's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pit Anything else? Boss and Tampa Devils. Florida. Philly, we should win that one. You know what? We actually got a, uh, a voicemail. It was a pretty short one, I think. I don't even know if it was real, but should I just oh, play it? It's yeah, be... just play it. Okay, I'm just going to hold this up and do this old school. Hey, guys. It's Hey guys, it's CB Inc. I'm in Edmonton. I can't hear you. He must have been at one of those restaurants. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back in a little while. Before the end of the season, actually. Probably in the next couple of weeks. On behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back soon. Good night. <laughs>